Welcome back to New Rockstars, Moon Knight Episode 5 broke all of our hearts, put them on the scales of emotion, and deemed them sad. My heart is still sad, and it's been a couple of days now. Maybe I should see someone about this. Can't anyone be happy in the MCU? Why is there so much sadness? Why? Like, why can't Steve and Vision just be happy? Hmm? Why? Anyway, this is Rogue Theory, the show where we pitch the wildest theories for the nerdy titles that we love. My name is MD, and growing rogue with me today is someone who can drive my boat across the duot anytime. It's Whitney Van Lenningham. What's going on, Whitney? Aw, oh, man. I love driving boats, baby. Let's go. I love driving Women boats. Women love Steve me really and style. fish fear me. Let's get on a boat ride. I love driving boats, baby. Seriously. We need to isolate that sound bite and use it for the Rockstar's promotional material. That was I love driving boats. We gotta get yeah, away we get a like boat. a boat sponsorship and I'll yes. just do an ad real quick. Absolutely. <laughs> I love driving boats, baby. And I love driving boats. I love driving boats. <laughs> and the only man whose heart I would lay next to mine on the scales of Anubis, Aww. it's Tommy Bechtold. What's going on, oh, Tommy? Big Head Gang! Peaches and Cream big Gang! Big Head Gang! So glad to With, talk about I, I all these know. topics for the first I, time. I love a fresh rogue theory. <laughs> I love Never to fresh. be discussed again. It's That's never, oh man, theory. this is not like the second time we recorded this. It no. exists in a fleeting <laughs> moment, and then poof! It's gone forever. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's true, though. Lost Tommy's, the sands Tommy's breaking kayfabe. I don't Anubis. like it. Yeah, dude. Lost <laughs> in the sands of the goddamn duot. <laughs> and a man with a card for anything and everything. It's off-screen producer Brandon. What's going on? Hello, gang. I'm so happy to be back uh, here on Rogue Theory again. Uh, yeah, I'm so excited to talk about this episode. It's crazy. I love it. More hippo lady and everything. That's what I got to say. Yes. We need oh. more hippos in the MCU we in general. We need a hippo hippos. superhero. I mean, that's a, it's like, some incredible. Everything else, it's like some incredible CGI, that hippo lady. It yeah. looks Yo, great. Yeah. It looks Smooth. So Yo, a lot of people, before these Disney Plus shows started, they were like, how good is the CG going to be really for a Marvel Disney Plus show? Yeah, yeah. Really good. Really good, actually. Really good. Uh, so hats off to them. <laughs> Wait, was it but, was it a tweet or was or did somebody post it on on Slack? I do not remember, but did you guys see that picture where it's like she has hippo feet but human hands? Oh, oh yeah, yes. yes. Dodson pointed yeah. that out. Yeah. Which yeah. the hippo feet are so interesting. They are so <laughs> yes. interesting, but I do love that they gave her the cat's treatment of just a little yes. bit. Yeah, yeah. Just a little <laughs> just bit. Anthropomorphic just enough just to make bit. it bizarre. Hey, yeah, you need uh, you it. need five fingers to, to operate a boat, I feel. You do. Uh, like, yeah, because like hippos can't just drive really boats work. if they have like little clompers, you know? No. They gotta, <laughs> they gotta have fingies. And that reminds me, today's episode is brought to you by Little Clompers. <laughs> little Clompers. Oh I my god. Woo. Driving boats. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, we should just do this whole episode with Tommy impersonating me. (laughs) I love that. Uh, First of all, it's a tribute. It is a tribute. It's a tribute. (laughs) Oh, that was the best. All right. So we're definitely in the end game now for Moon Knight. With only one episode left in the series, it's time for us to make our roguest theories on how this show is going to wrap things up. So that leads us to our first topic of today. How will the series end? Because with Mark slash Steven stuck in an afterlife, not the afterlife, and Harrow presumably achieving his goal in the land of the living, and all those people dying, presumably, which is not fun, 
How do we think the series is going to come to a conclusion in the final episode? Will there be any major ripples across the MCU? And when might we see Moon Knight again after the show? I think that the end of this show, I'm going to go very rogue on this now. It's going to be it. big. Okay. I think all of these Egyptian gods are going to get killed by Amit. I think Ooh. Amit is going to be released and she's going to turn Ooh. on all these gods and somehow kill the gods. Uh, and because she's going to be pissed that she was locked away in the first place by this kangaroo court of gods of the Indian. Uh, <laughs> so she's going to be released by Arthur Harrow. Maybe he's already done it. That's why those souls are dropping down. But I think she'll turn mm. on Harrow. She'll eat Harrow. She's going to eat all the other mm. gods. And I think it's going to be a complete wipe out of the Egyptian gods, except Damn. for Kanchu, because we need Moon Knight to keep existing. <laughs> we need Kanchu. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Because isn't that a weird thing that like Arthur Harrow was saying in like the earlier episodes that like, Kanchu was obsessed with releasing Amit, uh, right. and it wasn't him. Like he was, he had kind of uh, Kanchu had set Harrow on this path, and he was like, "Yeah, let's get let's get Amit out." And like that, Kanchu secretly does want Amit released in a weird way, mm. and maybe because he knows that like he'll eat all the other gods, and Kanchu hates the other gods. Oh. So yeah, that's my like rogue theory. Is that yeah, like we're yeah. gonna have enemy zero is my Egyptian friend. gods? That is rogue as hell. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That would be nuts, because like, I definitely feel like at the end of this series, we're going to get a, a situation where Harrow bites off a little bit more than he can chew, and like mm -hmm. the, the forces that he's dealing with are not really in his best interest. Like He's going to get sort of like how we saw with Caecilius in Doctor Strange 1. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. you want to be one with the one? It's not going to be what you like. Oops, you're, you're dead. Um, you're dead. So, yeah. Whoops, <laughs> you're dead. Well, kind of like Red Oops, Skull too, dead. right? Like He wanted the Tesseract so exactly. bad, and then when he touched it, it's like, oh, well, I didn't want this. No, Not, no more legs for you. You're floating <laughs> forever. <laughs> no more legs or friends. Um, sorry, Red Skull. Uh, but no, <laughs> that I is totally... really sad. I like my legs and my friends. <laughs> I like exactly. both of those things to have I mean, them like, suddenly ripped away in a moment's notice over my own greed. <laughs> over be... my own greed. Maybe oh, like upsetting. maybe he just really wanted someone to like sacrifice themselves for, to, to make the soul stone so that he could be free so he could have a penis again. Because yeah. we don't know if he has a penis. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. We don't, don't know, know how we don't know if he has a penis. <laughs> you don't know that he doesn't. We should just assume it's still there. Come on, that's not fair. No, I, I don't know. That's I'm not, not fair to my boy, Red Skull. dick the benefit of the doubt? Why would I? Give me proof. <laughs> I need evidence. Trust I'm not but giving verify, no Nazi am I right? Ronald Reagan, 1989 or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to sorry, be fair, I mean, I don't want to both sides the argument, but Red Skull did kill a bunch of Nazis as well. So, I mean, you know, this he is doesn't true. deserve a penis. Let me imagine him without one. <laughs> listen, like a Ken doll. He does. Anyway. I mean, listen, I, killing Nazis is great, but come on, he doesn't. He doesn't Siding with them is not so great. Siding with them uh, is not so. You great. don't really get a pass. Uninterested. After that one. Uninterested. You don't get a pass, and you don't get a penis. That's how this exactly. Works. No penis or pass. No pass, uh, no penis. That's what I always say. No penis, no peace. <laughs> no penis, no peace. And then K-N-O-W, no penis. No, no penis. Oh, no penis. I solemnly swear I'm up to Dip no penis. <laughs> <laughs> Take it down, everyone. Uh, oh my god. All right, I all got right. I got I got a theory. I got a theory. I got a theory. I got a theory. Okay. Go for it. I'm gonna answer your question in two parts. Well, how do I think Moon Knight's gonna end? Okay. Mark Spector, a.k.a. Steven, a.k.a. Jake, uh, is going to get back into the land of the living. 
He's going to get back and he's going to free Conchu. And then he's going to fight Amit. And something's going to happen. And all those little other Ushaktis that we saw in the shelves are going to break. And all the Egyptian gods are going to be free. And that's going to mm. set up our next Moon Knight adventure where he has to go and recapture all of the, uh, I'm going to say, heck-raising Egyptian gods that are now Ooh. running amok heck raising. around the world. <laughs> and who's going to help him? Even a Christian, I like it. And who's going to help him? Well, my friend, that is the next uh, Disney, not next, but an upcoming Disney Plus original series announced at D23 this summer. This is my prediction. The Midnight Suns. The Midnight Suns. Oh, baby. Track down those gods. You got (laughs) I love me some Midnight Suns, Tommy. And I do love me a Ghostbusters type scenario where we're just hunting down who are you going to call? It's like, oh. Midnight Suns. <laughs> Midnight Suns. Midnight Suns will be showing <laughs> up, kicking down doors. Show me that dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what a... <laughs> What a slogan. I don't know if it'll work what out for very long for the last... That's going to be on what Disney Plus, but the plus will be turned to an X. It'll be on Disney X. Yeah. That's why they, ah, just that's like why they instituted parental controls so they could finally that's roll right. out their show me that you dick policy. I don't need to explain <laughs> I mean, <laughs> honestly, Disney needs like to go up a, a, a rating anyways because it was like this episode. They were like, hang on. How do we take Bambi's mom dying and like amplify oh that that's for a, good a modern point. audience? Yeah. Yeah. And then they Show. did. And then they did. They hold my beard, Bambi. And it was yeah. like, this they is won't the show most like upsetting Disney parent death I have ever seen, ever. It's awful. It's so bad. They won't show like graphic yeah. physical violence, but man, will they show graphic emotional violence. Yeah, like, yeah they will show yeah, they graphic will you from the violence. inside. It is that's what Disney likes to do. Like, that's how they make their money. Just making us cry, you know? Just, uh, <laughs> Destroying my Toy spirit. Story 3. Remember when those toys were almost went into the incinerator? Mm. Yes. Dry eye in the Dude, theater. they are. They are addicted to making us. Those sick They just want us sad. <laughs> they just want us sad. Up? I mean, I think they crossed the line. Crossing the Rubicon was up, right? They were like, what yes. if we front load this movie with so much yeah. trauma? Yeah. Will people yeah. still stay and watch the whole thing? In and one musical number. Did. In one yeah, little one tune, one jaunty number. tune. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's like, we'll just throw Doug in there. It's and totally they play, the kids will they play that song at the parks while you're walking around. You'll just hear that song and think about your loved one dying in your arms. Wow. And you're just yeah. like, jeez. Remember when you were at Disney World with your wife, Edna? Not anymore. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, do, I really do like this scenario of, like, all these gods coming out and, like, you know, Possibly, maybe even possessing people and being like, "All right, I'm just going to make people avatars avatars against their will all over the world." Yeah, I like that. And then, like you know, all these Midnight Suns have to fight the gods, which is pretty dope. And like, I would love if you know your boy Hercules was involved as well because he's a god and he's just fighting. I'd be cool. You know what I'm saying? Just saying, y'all. Just saying. And also, we could cast Liam Hemsworth because that's a Hemsworth brother that is not doing anything right now in the MCU. Hercules, come on. Anyway, that would, continue, that would be so. interesting because, like, in the comics, like Hercules and Thor, they're always like kind of uh, going against, yeah. you know, the competing all the time. If, if they made Hercules look just like Thor, too, that would be really funny. <laughs> Seriously, it would be hilarious. Too, Hercules is like a little slut. 
Like, that dude. <laughs> he really is. Like, in the comics, like, that dude is, like, he's, like, ten times Iron Man, honestly. Like, yeah. that dude gets around Well, town. I mean, he gets he that from his dad, right? I support right? it. I support Zeus, it, baby. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course. I mean, Zeus gets around. Of course, around. You, of course you get that from your dad. That's, like, the most um. inherited trait of all Greek gods. <laughs> yes. Um... <laughs> Yeah, he definitely uh, should probably get himself tested for sure. Um, oh, he should. Oh, no. That works. Oh, Hercules 100% will give you HPV. No question. Yeah. Use <laughs> no doubt. it before you tap it. And the H is for Hercules. Gentlemen. Yeah, the H Herculean is for Hercules. PV. Yeah. <laughs> Herculean papillomavirus. No, guys, come on. It's Came right down there. With Hercules. It. Came down with a bad case. Woo, we've Herculean. been demonetized Ooh, this video Herculean. for sure. Hercules. Uh, yeah. I mean, not that. <laughs> Um, but wait, what you got, Wendy? I think that it might follow. This is, this is like kind of too rogue, but I think that it could follow the end of the Welcome to New Egypt's comic run because, Mm. um, at the very end of that, what happens is that we see every possible variant of like Mark Spector Moon Knight. So we see Jake Lockley, we see Steven, we see like just other versions of Moon Knight from different arts of the multiverse, whatever. And they basically all come together and they decide that they are going to kill Khonshu like once and for all because he's like the problem. And like all the other gods also hate Khonshu like Mark hates Kanchu for like messing his whole life up and yeah. all this stuff. And uh, I think it would be a really cool lead in to the multiverse of madness because yeah. there's going to be so many variants. Then maybe we see that these variants of Mark Spector, Moon Knight, whoever start coming through the cracks, Dr. Strange, Dungon, <laughs> and some shit up for the world. So maybe someone's gonna, they're gonna sneak on through. I think they're gonna get sneaky and they're gonna kill mm. Khonshu as a sneaky unit marks. of friends. I like that. Yo, I, like that. I would I love like that it. so much. Like, especially if like each of those like different variants could have been like, you know, if Steve was the host of One Body and mm. like, you know, if Jake yeah. was those, I would love to see different Moon Knights teaming up and like just, you know, killing Khonshu. Why not? Screw oh, that would be like He's super cool too. I literally I just him. thought of this, but it would be so dope if like the variants were the versions of like like Stephen Grant from the comics. So he's like an actor oh. and like a oh, wealthy like, actual, like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like love actually that. Yes. like that would be so sick. I would like yes. love that. Like I want the actual comics universe to cross into the MCU so badly because like I feel, I would too. get so emotional. To see like actual Spider Man teaming up with Spider Man, actual Moon Knight teaming yeah. up with Moon Knight, like all the it would be, it so, would be so. I mean, cool. actual, real life one. Into it. <laughs> but like, if it was like canonical in the Marvel comics, uh, like, if they yeah, say yeah. Like, like I'm from Universe yeah. Six One Six, people will like, yeah, just yeah, yeah. like people, yeah. Oh, yeah. people would lose out. their minds. It would yeah. be like turning would, on Mister Brightside out. at a white people wedding. We were talking about that before we shot. Sorry, oh, guys, man, that was a joke people. from before. <laughs> <laughs> it's for the, the cool kid. Just kidding. I'm not cool anyway. Um, anyway, here we go. Uh, but no, I, I really like that theory a lot. I think it'll be freaking dope to see all those Moon Knights just fighting together in, in any type of scenario because we, we have the multiverse coming. And so, like, it would be like 
if even if like three if three Moon Knights teamed up together, that's nine people. That's so cool <laughs> as a concept. Yeah. I think that's really cool. It would be um, sick. I'm into <laughs> it. I just want it to happen. And also, MT, I think that's something that like you and I like are really the same on is that both of us just like have way too much knowledge about the comics and we're just like no it should work like this in real life no this is how it's gonna like happen and like that's so like the angle that both of us come from in our videos like all the time where we're just like no this is from the comics we love the comics man the comics are where it's at the comics are where all the inspiration comes from I know the like basically if you look at the comics that they say these things are based on it's just a roadmap for what we're actually yeah. gonna see. So like, of course the MCU Seriously. like throws in their own shit, puts in their new details, changes stuff around, borrows from here, puts that back, whatever. But mm-hmm. like, ultimately, it, it like if you read the comics, you can kinda, you can figure it out. It's pretty You can pretty figure sweet. it out. You can, I'm pretty the, into The roadmap it. is there. And like, especially now that Kevin Feige is now like the head of like the Marvel comics as well. Oh, like you man. can expect like, like what's coming out now to possibly be what's coming in the MCU way further down the line in the next, like, 10 years. So, like, pay attention. Read the Marvel comics, because they're they're definitely, there's really good stuff, but, like, they're also the basis for what's to come, so. I just can't believe that Kevin Feige didn't invite any of us to that retreat. Like, what's going Seriously, on? Seriously, Kevin, let us invited. come to the retreat. Kevin, I wanna, come on. I have some really weird ideas. Frogman. I have some right, ideas. Do it. <laughs> Frogman for one and, and for seven. I'm just um, anyway. here to support Frogman and MT, man. That's what, <laughs> that's what I'm here for. That's all I want. And then I'll leave you in peace, Kevin. <laughs> but no, oh, these were all freaking dope-ass theories. But I really, really particularly love the theory, this, like, Ghostbuster scenario from Tommy. Because, like, all these gods coming out and then just possessing people or just causing just mischief. And then Blade is like, oh, man, uh, I wouldn't. I should, you shouldn't have touched those Ushabis, Mr. Uh, mm. uh, Mr. Spectre. <laughs> <laughs> and like now you have to help us clean that's it up that's just so all like, Blade just... does in the MCU is tell people they shouldn't touch things no 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 don't touch that yes. don't, touch, don't do that you're gonna get don't burned don't touch that, uh, don't touch that. <laughs> sir this is his a glasses museum. just lead him to people that are about to touch things like mm, <laughs> alright thank you glasses <laughs> but no I really like this theory so I'm gonna give Tommy 20,000 rogue points for that Woo! one because Yay! that is just, I love me a, a Luigi's Mansion, a Ghostbusters. It's just fun. Fun times all around. But right. those, these other theories of like Amit going around, going crazy and just killing all the gods. I want to see that. That'd be freaking dope. Because like Gore would be like, hey, that's a god I like. That's my job. Oh, yeah. I totally, I was going to say that, but I didn't want to interrupt Brandon when he was talking. But I was just like, hmm, do you think that that would make it so that Gore, like in Love and Thunder comes back and he's like, hey. I actually, I'm not gonna kill you because you helped me take out. He's like, like I'm killing so you last. Many. You're my kind like, of. I'm killing my kind you of last. Guy. Like you helped me so much, sir. <laughs> sir, madam, I'm, whatever. Sorry. <laughs> sir, madam, can you? Would you like to get married, Amit? Would you like to get uh, married? But... Yeah, no, honestly, just like, hey, like we're doing the same kind of thing, and it's been hard for me to find a good woman, so. <laughs> But I also, of course, do love this theory of these multiverse marks as well coming in and just running, just just beating Kanchu up. And uh, just uh, even though I do love Kanchu because he's a sassy man, but he's a jerk. So and he did take advantage of Mark. So he does need a beating. So I do like that scenario where they just say, F- you and um, <laughs> and just beat this man in the like, multiverse of Markness. 
<laughs> yes, multiverse of Markness. Let's get it. Let's go. So I'm gonna give both of you eighteen thousand. Ah, slight lead for the Batman. Yes. So Tommy is in the lead. So, but it's still anyone's game. But up next, we are going to talk about the possible powers of one Doctor Tarot. But first, starting this coming Monday, New Rockstars will be launching a brand new daily show that will be streaming live every weekday afternoon right here on the YouTube.com. Have you heard of it? It's pretty popular. This show is called The Break Room and will feature lots of familiar faces from this channel. And we'll be talking about nerd news, sharing theories, lots of theories, breaking down videos and interacting with all of you, which is the best part of doing a live show. So be sure to check out The Break Room starting Monday, May 2nd, right here on the New Rockstars YouTube channel. And also, New Rockstars is now on Tumblr, which is also another popular site which you've heard of. Not, not, it's not a startup. So if you're a current Tumblr user, a former user who probably needs to reset their password, or new to the platform altogether, come check out what we are doing on our official New Rockstars Tumblr page. And what makes it even better is that our own Jessica Clemens is there right now, possibly hosting all of her crazy theories, which are amazing. So be sure to check it out right now and just, you know, just join on Tumblr. It's really good. And we also want to thank Upstart because it can be hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel when you have a high interest debt. And sometimes it can be even harder to ask for help. And that's where Upstart comes in. Upstart powered personal loans can help you pay down high interest debt all online with simple to understand payment terms. And Upstart has helped over 1.8 million customers on their path to financial freedom. So whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, Upstart can help you get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. So Upstart knows that you are more than just your credit score. Upstart's model considers other factors like your income, employment, and other information provided in your loan application to find you a smarter rate for your loan. You can check your rate in minutes for loans between $1,000 to $50,000 without impacting your credit score. And you can even receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. So do not wait to check out your rate today at upstart.com slash rogue theory. That is upstart.com slash rogue theory to check your rate today. And don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. And loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash rogue theory. All right, gang, because the Moon Knight series has played around with what's really happening and what's merely an illusion in someone's mind, clearly, because uh, what's going on? I don't know. And it's not the... <laughs> And it's the not knowing what's real that leaves the audience wondering what to trust. So that leads us to our second topic for today. Does Harrow have any real agency in this psychiatric ward? So like, is this Dr. Harrow we see interacting with Mark and Steven in the psychiatric ward purely a manifestation of Mark and Steven? Or does the Harrow in the real world have some insight into what is happening in the land of the dead? What do you guys think? Oh, I've got one for this, my friend. Ooh, <laughs> take it away, Tommy. I've come equipped with a few theories in my... Flex that big head. Today. That sounds weird. I'm sorry. Yes, this big head <laughs> has lots of theories in it. Some that can't mm. be shared on the internet. No, here's my theory. Mm. <laughs> I believe Harrow has his agency in the mind and and afterlife, an afterlife of Mark Spector uh, or Steven, because my theory is that if you have been an avatar of Khonshu, and if we believe that that Arthur was once Conchu's avatar, I consider it, I liken it to kind of how in Stranger Things, like if you've been to the Upside Down, the Upside Down then becomes a part of you. We've got Will mm. puking up little slugs, having flashbacks in the arcade, seeing the Upside Down in the in the regular world. 
I think once you you are everyone has a bond, a conchu connection, if you will. Mm. Once you become an avatar, so my theory is Arthur is able to exist in that world because he was also an avatar of Conchu. So he therefore has a, a psychic link with Mark. And I rest mm. my case. That's very cool. <laughs> I, I like that. really dig this idea a lot because like, it's very much Avatar The Last Airbender where it's like, there's this connection between everybody that has had a connection to Kanchu. And like, it's, it just, it does make sense. It does make sense considering that Tuarit said that this realm was untethered consciousness. So like, mm. this is a realm where like, all, potentially all, all the consciousnesses that were connected to Kanchu could be, you know, able to meet up and talk. So like, I love this theory a lot. It just makes yeah. a lot of sense. That's where hot um, singles meet up and talk in Mark Spector's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Conchu connection. The Conchu connection. Conchu meet. Make a connection com. tonight. Conchu Are people you meet. lonely? Make a connection. Do you want to talk to hot <laughs> avatars in your area? Mm. Hot. You want to get hot ushaptis in your yeah. area? Mm. Hot ushaptis. We're waiting for your call. I'm all ushaptis. alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all alone. And all those Ushaptis, all milks. Because they're somewhere. all, uh, <laughs> they all got a lot of kids. Um, anyway. Show me your penis. A, what I, else you guys got? I think that Harrow has to have, it, it can't just be a, a manifestation of like Mark's or Steven's like idea of Harrow. I think it's got, he's got to have some control there because he does seem like he's guiding it in a certain way. Or like trying mm. to convince Mark that he's crazy and none of it is real. Like to keep Mark and Steven locked away, I guess, or stuck in the underworld. Because I think that Harrow, I still think that Harrow is Anubis uh, in some Ooh, weird way. Yeah. And that, like, oh, that would yeah. give him a lot of power in like the underworld. Yeah. And like, it's just the idea that he seems like too much to be just a normal person who was once an avatar. Like, Something so shady going on. Him and like Osiris having their little weird dealings. I think like he's mm. somehow like the only Egyptian god that can physically be on Earth. Maybe because of his connections with mm. the underworld or whatever. He made a deal with the devil. Mephisto, I don't know. But like uh, mm. he's somehow able to be there. And because of his like, you know, his underworld powers, he is like able to interact with Mark slash Steven, who's like stuck in the underworld. Because I, I that that one scene where they came back and you know, right at the beginning of the episode and Mark's all like beat up. And it, that was like, mm-hmm. we never see him beat up like that again. And we hadn't seen him like that before. He's got like the broken nose and stuff. They yeah. inject him with piss into his neck. Like that was some weirdness <laughs> that I think means something. Good old urine injection to calm you down. It was such a time. weird, it, it was a weird like fluid. Works like a charm. <laughs> Works like a charm every Just time. like NyQuil, really. I mean, there's some, some wacky conspiracy theorists out there injecting themselves with piss right now to prevent COVID, it doesn't work. Yeah. Don't do it. Uh, but, <laughs> don't do it. You know. Don't do I say go for it at this point. You know what? If you're at a point where you want to inject piss in yourself, who am I to say no? Who am I to spoil the party? Don't let yeah. anyone hey, know. Man. Congratulations. My, yeah, yeah. You're you're correct. My boy Charles care. Darwin would support everything that you're doing. <laughs> yeah. If that's Absolutely. where you're at, go for it. That's all I gotta say. Sure. Sure. Um, but no, like this Harrow as Nubis is freaking weird and cool. I there's really gotta like be, this idea. Where, there's more than meets the eye to Harrow, and it, it, there's got to be something. Yeah. <laughs> I would love if like Arthur Harrow like did an animorph, just like I'm actually a Nubis <laughs> 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 to a dog. <laughs> yeah, and then 
<laughs> yeah, and then we just watch like literally the Animorphs like sequence yeah, yeah. just happen. Yeah. It's seriously like it has to be nineties like yeah, yeah. CG like Holy. terrible for Holy, no reason. Yes, yes. That would yes. be hilarious. But no, I, I love this idea of like that Hera was actually a god who's like, all right, I want to release like my ex girlfriend or something. And he's like, yeah, all right, yeah. I like I love Amit. So like we, I just want her to be together, and we just kill. She'll kill people, and then more people for me in the underworld and stuff. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, perfect match to made in heaven. I like it. It's a cool idea. I really like that. That is very cool because it's yeah. like, yeah, of course he would want more souls. Yeah, in the mm-hmm. underworld. He's lonely. Yeah, why wouldn't he? Digging holes. Hot single and souls, souls in your area tonight. Hot <laughs> single souls in your area. Um, <laughs> but no, what you got, Wendy? Okay, so my theory is intense. But, okay, mm. hear me out. So, I Go think that Harrow does have complete agency within the mind of Moon Knight um, because he still has access to the body, right? Mm. So, like, he mm. has access to the body on the outside, and I think that that means that he's probably able to do some kind of voodoo situation <laughs> with it. Uh, <laughs> some voodoo. You know. Just he's just sticking pins in the in the little voodoo doll that is Moon Knight, and um, so I think that that's how he's able to do it. And I think that um, that place really is like the purgatory where they are trapped between like life and death. And then both uh, Mark and Stephen. Mark gets trapped in the field of reeds. He it's great, but he does not want to be there at all. He wants to go back, <laughs> go back and his ex-wife. Obviously, it's a better choice than being dead. And then Stephen is like frozen in sand glass situation down in the uh, the sands of the underworld and the dead. He does that guy do, does Vaseline hard Vaseline Burt's Bees lotion. Get on it, dude. Moisturize. Um. And so I think that that leaves the possibility that uh, Mark's third identity, Jake Lockley, is still in the purgatory area because I think that he was the person in the second sarcophagus because Stephen woke up in his own sarcophagus and then we saw that sarcophagus like shaking and rattling around and at the end of episode four, it seems that in that world, each person gets their own body in the afterlife. And so mm. Mark has his own body. Stephen has his own body. So logically, we could assume that Jake Lockley will have his yeah. own body in that world. Mm-hmm. And so I think that what happened was when Mark escaped, found Stephen, and then the two of them went to Hippotown, um, I think that Jake <laughs> Lockley busted out of his coffin, tipped it mm. over, because it was it was standing upright, right? So, like, mm. and coffins are really heavy, by the way. I looked this up because <laughs> I was like, how heavy is it to push a lid off a coffin? Dude, coffin lids can be anywhere from 300 pounds to three tons. Not a joke. They can be anywhere on that scale of heaviness. So, like, yeah, it makes sense that little Steven couldn't, like, push it couldn't up push off it of up. him because, yeah, because that's just, like, doing the world's, most extreme weightlifting situation. Um, so it would have been easier for upright coffin to just tip itself over yeah. fall out like that. Jake could have popped out. And then when uh, Harrow's guards were roaming the hospital halls looking for Mark, they found Jake instead. 
And because oh. Jake is the most violent of the three personas, Jake probably fought back against mm. the guards, which is why he got beat up. And then that would be Jake Lockley in that scene where his face is all messed up. Because, yeah, like, oh like Brandon said, we never see his face messed up again. You yeah. know, like that's the Ooh. only time. So I think that that is the Jake's body and Jake's persona in that scene. And that Harrow mm. still has access to Jake Lockley's soul because he's still in that purgatory area. Mark is in the good place. Steven's in the bad place. And I think oh that God. Jake is going to be the key to pulling them out of the afterlife because he's basically like their man on the outside. Uh, I like that it. That makes so much sense because like he, there was still that Jake personality in that coffin. Whoever's in that coffin can come yeah, out man. at any time and to be like, all right. Um, there's still we still got a <laughs> shot in the game. Here comes player Wait. three. <laughs> yeah, player three has entered the chat. Yeah. Did I miss? Did I and miss like spaghetti those, night? <laughs> <laughs> and then like all those all those times that we were seeing, um, what we thought was Mark could actually have been Jake. Like I love that Jake. idea. Where like we we sort of like like jumped forward in time a bit to for to like after uh, yeah. like Steve it was already in the sand and and Mark was already in in Reed Heaven. Like it would, just, it just makes sense for for that to happen. And I, I really want Jake to be the one that saves the day. It'd be really cool. It'd be dope. I feel bad for poor Jakey. Fight at the end. He gets dope. left out. Like she was measuring yeah. their two hearts, and it's like, hey, what about this mm-hmm. guy? Where's what his heart? Jakey's heart. Yeah, well, let's bounce What about Jakey? Like, I have a. He killed a few people. <laughs> Who cares? Come on, let him in. It's totally fine. But like, I have a weird theory of my own when it comes to um to Jake and Steven. Um, because like, if you notice, this is like a weird, my, part of like my weird Marvel trigger theory, color theory. So please bear with me. Um, so like, if you yeah. notice like the, the color of Steven's coffin was like gold when he came out and the color mm-hmm. of this crazy coffin is red, like chaos energy. So like, I think yeah. that Steven represents like the good soul part. And like this Jake is like more chaotic. He's like, all right, I'm like, this is like pure, like chaos. So this is the chaos in me that like, um, the hero was talking about, like, this is like. I'm ready to fight. Like I'm ready to like throw hands. So like this is like yeah. different. Like so like the the I don't know the the wholesome and the chaos sort of balance themselves out, leaving um, Mark to be like all right. As long as I understand myself, then everyone <laughs> things balance. Yeah. Um, so like it's like I don't know. That's just my weird theory there. But I anyway, like I don't know why I just went into that. Um, <laughs> it's beautiful. No, it's great. But no, I loved all three of these. I I say it all the time. But like I love all three of these theories. Um, again, like this Jake being the one that saved the day, I think that's highly likely. And I think that's something that could be very, like really, really cool to see in episode six, um, as we just get to know Jake a little bit before season two, potentially. Um, so yeah, I, I'm going to give Whitney 30,000 points for that wow, one. Because that was just baby. wildly crazy and amazing. Um, and, but I really, of course, Love the Kanshu connection because someday we'll find it. The Kanshu connection, <laughs> um, Frogman, let's get it. Um, but yeah, so I think that you know, I, I should give Tommy 28,000 points oh, gosh. because good god, um, that's pretty cool. I like, I think that I, I want to see every single avatar at one point and like mm. maybe even giving them advice and like just be like, all right, this is how you really moon knight. Um, did you know that you had like um really cool battle rings if you if you pulled it out of your butt? I don't know. I don't know why I said butt. Um you never try the butt. There's all neat stuff in the butt if you pull out. Yeah, Marvel wow. just needs to Marvel needs to just just give us more butt stuff. I need 
More Ant-Man and I'm Thanos' waiting. ass. I need batterings coming out of a yeah. butthole. Get with Once it. Once he full crack. He like goes into his Plus. armpit. There's like a whole ass sword. It's like the Moon Knight yeah. sword in your armpit. <laughs> But I also do want to see an animorph type scenario with a uh, with Arrow with his cane to be like, oh, check this, check out what my cane can do. Oh, I'm a, I'm a dog now. Um, so like it'd be really cool to see like a, a really cool like showdown between like a dog Anubis and mm. and uh, Moon Knight. It'd be dope. Um, so I'm gonna give you twenty seven thousand wow. points. Oh, jeez. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. The sliding scales. I know what the points mean. The, the points don't mean scale, anything. Man. These are all great theories. Uh, but no. We are now going to go to our rogue question because now it's just that time of the show. I don't know if you guys knew how the show works, but that's just how it works. Now, filming has recently begun on the latest Fast and the Furious sequel. Fast X is an indie film. It's an indie franchise. I hope it's going to do well. Uh, it's going to take off really soon. But however, it has been announced this week that director Justin Lin would no longer be directing the film and is amicably stepping away over creative differences. So this means that the film needs a new director. So. I need you guys to give me the, your roguish choice for a new director and describe what new signature flair that they could bring to the project. Well, here's here's where we're going to go. We're going to go way off of where they've been heading with this, this go franchise. Go off. Go rogue, brother. We're going to bring in uh, Wes Anderson with his mm-hmm. signature style. Yes! Same cast. Everyone's <laughs> still there. Yes! Uh, but this this is going to be like a prequel, of, of extreme prequel, set in the 1950s uh, during the Monte Carlo Grand Prix. Mm. Uh, all of our characters are coming back. Vin <laughs> Diesel's there. Uh, you know, uh, Ludacris is there. Helen Mirren. Everyone's Ludacris there. The Monte Helen Carlo Mirren and Ludacris yeah. at the Monte Carlo Grand Prix. Yeah, yeah. They've got curious. very twee outfits, right? It, yeah. You know, Alec Baldwin's <laughs> narrating the whole thing. And every car chase scene is like stop motion with like little toy cars. Uh, and I the title this. of the film is going to be The Fascinating Tale of the Speedy and Aggrieved. Uh, and oh, that's yeah. the fascinating tale of It'll the be Wes Anderson's of take on the fascinating. Oh my, my god! Pitch. You know what? I I need to see this immediately. I think it's it'd gonna be hilarious. I think shake the I think core for some, of the franchise. For, like, but for no reason, we should just have those like really like sexy girls that like hold up the like the the go side for no reason, like just out of yes. like yeah. completely out of the era. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah, do one like, ac- anachronistic <laughs> thing there. And it'll be the, the race. It's course. like, all right, this is just Fast and Furious signature. This is what we do in the series. Sorry. Sorry. But no, that'd be hilarious. That'd be I would love to see that. Well, what do you guys got? I also want to take it in a radically different direction. I Go radical. Go radical. I man. would love radical. to see Lars uh Lars von Trier take over this franchise <laughs> and and add full uh realistic sex scenes <laughs> to the Fast Oh my Fu- god. <laughs> Uh, Yo, Fast and Furious the Vin Diesel really do be loving them cars, man. Yeah, well, really I mean, I, I guess I hadn't thought that the people would be having sex with the cars. I, I just thought, oh, they have know, to, they well, have to. Yeah, and bro, yeah, like, you know, and like, it's just natural because Diesel always goes inside of the vehicle. Time to fill you up with diesel fuel. That'll be yeah. Yeah. Time to get filled up with yeah, like, NOS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Toretto should be like married. He has like a wife. He has kids, but that car's out there. Right. Yeah, that car Ooh. just seems to yeah, that's like a new he, black he looks outside and the car just it. flashes the headlights at him and he's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta be strong. Wow. Um Honey, it's, where are you it's going? A type of striking vipers. We're gonna eat dinner. Uh, he's like, I yeah. gotta go for a drive, babe. Gotta, yeah. Don't ask questions. Go Sometimes a man just needs to be stressed out. 
<laughs> Don't wait up for me. Yeah, and then that movie is called Car Cars. Car Cars. Yo. Let's just rename the franchise. We, I love Perfect. it. We need a Car Cars um, in. But the this, S is a Z. In, in, in cinemas. So it's yeah. still oh, okay. Very extreme. <laughs> Very extreme. Yeah. Um, and the Z is like a, a weird little, like, uh, what do you call it? Like a tire skid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes! <laughs> yes! You got it, you got it, you got it. <laughs> got it, you're there. Into it. I love it. Mm-hmm. But what you got, Whitney? Okay, I'm going to I'm going to give a serious answer because Ooh. I have thought about this a lot. I have thought about okay. who should direct The Fast and the Furious every second of the last few <laughs> days. Um, so <laughs> I would like to pitch... Freddie Wong as director of Freddie Wong, the man himself. I want to see Fast and the Furious, Rocket Jump, Dungeons and Daddies style. That's (laughs) what I'm here for. I would. I really genuinely think that he could kill it. I just. I love his creative ideas. Uh, I listen to Talking Dads, which is the Dungeons and Daddies after show that the whole crew does together. And Freddie really just like understands film in a way that I'm like, I'm so like, good. damn, he could genuinely, genuinely make the Fast and the Furious mm. amazing. I just think he could. <laughs> I think it would be a great version of that film series. So, <laughs> so I'm going to vote Freddie Wong. <laughs> Bro, if you, I don't know if you've ever seen like that Freddie Wong skit with uh, Key and Peele, but like it's one of the mm. coolest, funniest yes. things ever. Yes. And like no, I, I was so a huge funny. fan of a video game high school way back in the day um, when he <laughs> way back that. in the day and like you know, Freddie Wong is, su- is such a interesting and talented dude like so good so like I love so that talented. idea so much because he would kill it he would kill it yeah, he would kill he it he would so bad like so good actually bad in a good way like yeah. he did back in the day <laughs> I'm bad I'm bad copyright strike I'm sorry alright here we go but yeah no I love that idea so much and all of these ideas mm. but you know, I do love my boy Freddie Wong a whole lot. A whole lot. I do love him a lot. So I'm going to have to give Whitney 100,000 points oh for Freddie Wong. Oh, my gosh. Let's go. Um, <laughs> that's a real Freddie Wong crashing. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a crashing. huge Freddie Wong lover. And I think you, I'm a big be great. fan. He, what can I say? He would really make, like, the whole franchise, especially if they're going into space, apparently. I haven't seen Fast 9. Yeah. But if they're going into space... Freddie Wong can really bring it um, right. with the wacky oh, ideas. So, like, absolutely. get Freddie Wong. Call him up. Seriously. Give why not? Um, so why not? Give him call him up. Let him do it. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but um, I think that I've never awarded points that high. So, I'm going to say that Whitney wow. is our winner <laughs> for today. Good job, Whitney. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. Um, she is the amazing Scarlet Witch. And uh, she just she used her Scarlet Witch magic to to make her the winner because I've never I altered reality and now I won. <laughs> <laughs> I probably won in the millions. Who knows? The points don't matter. These are all amazing theories. You guys are all super smart people, so you guys all should be feel proud of yourselves. But this that but that is it for this episode of Rogue Theory. Thank you to our amazing guests Whitney Van Lenningham, Tommy Bechtold, and Brandon Barrick. Support all of them on you know Twitter with and everything that they do because they're amazing people, like super amazing. And um, you can support our channel by checking out all of our amazing merch over at NewRockStarsMerch.com and check out our official Tumblr page run by the amazing Jessica Clemens. You know her. You love her. So head on over to our Tumblr so you can interact with Jess because she loves you. And tune in Monday for our new daily live show, The Break Room, right here yes. on our YouTube channel because we have the funniest people working for us. You have to hang out with us because we're going to talk about some gonna wild be shit. Great. It's going to get wild. So tune in. And also, you can share your Rogue Theories over on our Discord. If you are over 18, click the link. 
in the description box below to just to join our discord server today and of course you can follow me at mastertainment on twitter to see me tweet some really weird shit and insane theories and of course you can follow new rockstars on all our social media platforms and thank you guys so much for watching again we love you guys times a million bajillion and we'll see you guys next time goodbye bye, bye. adios bye.